ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Sports podcast. This is episode 94 for the week of October 1st, 2019. My name is Josh, a.k.a. JK Fire. This week, I'm joined by the man in the Captain America t-shirt, Will, a.k.a. I am Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you on not only this Sunday evening, but the evening of which the Vikings lost to the Chicago Bears in stellar uh. fashion? I'm not doing too hot. I'm getting over a, a bit of a head cold. The Vikings did lose, and they they need to reevaluate what they're doing over there. Oh, yeah. Um, what I am excited for is this episode is releasing October 1st. Yes. And that means we'll be playing Destiny Shadowkeep. I'm super excited for it. So, I have an update for you on that Uh-oh. one, Will. What's going on? Did, did it get delayed again? No, I did. You did? I got delayed. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. So I said that I took off the first Mm -hmm. to play Shadowkeep. Mm -hmm. I changed it, so I took off the second. The reason being, Shadowkeep releases at noon, Uh. our time on the first. And they are trying to mitigate as many issues as possible from migrating from Battle.net to Steam. But what if there are issues? Oh, yeah. So I... The way I looked at it was if I took uh, if I took Tuesday the first off, the game releases at noon, if there weren't any issues whatsoever, right, at all, I'd play for three hours, have to pick my daughter up from daycare, and that's my night. So might as well move it to the next yes. day. Yes. Hopefully all the kinks are makes, ironed out. Makes sense. Exactly. I'm able to drop my daughter off right in the morning. I can play... I can play uh, all night Tuesday night if it's working and then drop my daughter off in the morning on Wednesday, play all day Wednesday. That well, is my t- plan. Tuesday night we should try. Yes. Because I won't get home from work Wednesday till about 7 our time. Sure. So we'll, we'll make it work. We'll do it up. How are you? How are you today? Um, So I'm doing pretty well, yeah. actually. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll just tell you, I went to my first ever... MN United game. Today? No. Oh. Uh, a few days ago. On Wednesday last week. How was it? It was really good. We won. Two to one. Was it fun? Was it enjoyable? So, uh, for the... Okay, let me just preface this here. For those who don't know, and you guys probably don't care, but regardless, uh, for those who don't know, MN United is Minnesota's uh, football or soccer team, right? Yes. Okay. Um, there was a new stadium that was built just last year. Allianz Field. Exactly. The bird nest. It is It is gorgeous. It actually is like really, really good looking. Um, and a couple of my coworkers have season tickets. And they're actually like not expensive because, you know, Minnesota, the United States, getting into football more and more, right? That's how you say it. Yes. Yeah. I'm not going to say like football. It's, isn't it football? Well, it all depends on how you want to like... Right, but like when I say football, it's like American football. Right. You know? When I say football, it's so basically, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, soccer for us. Right. Am I pronouncing it incorrectly? No, no, you're fine. Okay. You're fine. I'm sorry. Either way, okay, I'm getting off topic. Let me just say this. Um, so coworkers have season tickets. Uh, what I did not realize was that the season tickets were in what they call a supporter area. And what that means is they're the ones that are doing the chants, singing the songs, and doing everything all game long. Oh, yeah. For 90 minutes straight. Okay? Not only that, but we were on grass level. 
We were on the first level. We were right next to the field. It was insane. So we did all the chants and everything. I didn't know any of it, but I learned pretty quickly. It was great. Um, so usually there are a few extra minutes at the end because like they, they, they most of the time during any football game, they have minutes delays, right? Um, so we scored our second and final goal in those extra minutes. So it was, it was just even better. And this win clinched us a playoff spot, which was even bigger. So yeah, it was awesome. I, I, my first ever, um, Okay, I'm just going to say soccer. My first ever soccer game I've ever been to, like period. And I had a great time. I thought it was amazing. I'll gladly go again. Gladly. Beer was good too. Beer was good. Oh yeah. Beer was Beer's good too. always good, right? Yeah. I got drunk. It was great. Oh boy. Yep. Drunk Josh in the soccer game. It was pretty insane. All right, uh, Josh, what do we got on this episode? Sorry for going on for too long. On this episode of the show, we have rosters with team names. Will Get excited. You're going to go through those Ooh. Halo Draft League rosters again, this time with official team names. Uh, we have plenty of news to get through. We have tournament announcements, updates, and recaps. And finally, our weekly topic of gaming rituals presented by Viscous. Well, he's the one that suggested this topic, so we're going to say presented by him. Okay. So, yes. But without further ado, Will, what do we always start the show off with? Roster Media! Are you ready? Will, I am as ready as I'll ever be. And you'll probably have to zoom in, so I apologize for you that. I prepared, and I already did. Oh, look at that. See, while I was ranting on about soccer, you just brought it all up. <laughs> look at you. All right, so for Roster Mania this week, we're going to go over the Halo Draft League rosters again, but we have team names this time, so you can kind of associate a little better with who's on what team. So let's start it off with Team Barcode. This includes Trap, H5, Aaron, an aimbot, a strange owl, Veronica, a scarecrow, and Morgan. Next up, we have You're in Trouble. This is Out B Spectre, Boomy EU, Mocket Warlord, Dane, uh, Corsicrate, and O. Next up, we have oh, oh, oh. Optimistic. This is uh, Athropex. Yeah, Athropex. Let's go with that. What are these names? Cogsta? Senfiri, uh, Trillix, Siege, and Enwat, Woot? I have no idea. Next up, we have Pressure Us. This includes Lanimal, uh, is it Turtles? Yes. Nerdsy, Marzi, Apollo 9, and Condor CG. Next up, we have Bums Without Thumbs. It's a great name. I love that name. It's oh, a good that's name. Good. Um, we have Psychedelic, Fear the Beard. Uh, NWK, Deceased, Bumjamas, and Der Durft. Next up is My Halo, uh, is it Academia? It, it's, it's a play on My Hero Academia. Uh, yeah, the anime. Yeah. This includes Barbie Boy, Eurasian, Nikolai, Why Not Be Reckless, Avencia and Nightmare. I like how that name came up again, and we just went with what we decided last week. As the I wasn't going to have the conversation <laughs> It again. was good. I like it. I like it. Next team is Hybrid. This is Joy Slays, Lamb Charizard, Clips, Not a Monk, Zoplin, and Taze. Next team, Quit the Build. This is Mopsy, uh, Floppy, Beastish, Will Mannion, Bobetta Feta, and Defiled. 
Next up, Team Relentless. This is Neuronical, Telveric, Pyderf, Spar, QX, and Flurry. And last but not least, we have Team Trash Cans. This is It's Exalt, Scion, Corrupt, Ferocity, Financial, and Palshi. Hula. Hey, I didn't say it this time. So you can't be mad at me. Hey, I had to do it once, right? <laughs> so I don't blame you. I w- Pula. There we go. I did too. All right. That's all I got for Roster Mania this week. Which means it's time for God. Another game. So watch. Got two things for you, Will, this week. First and foremost, want to give a congratulations to the San Francisco Shock. I'm becoming your Overwatch League Season 2 champions in a 4-0 sweep. Congratulations to you guys. Um, Matty Rums was there. As a matter of fact, at the event, he was taking pictures, post them on Twitter. Go check him out at Matty Rums on Twitter, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, check out those pictures. And congratulations to the San Francisco Shock on the win. Next up, new Call of Duty Esports League will begin play in home markets in 2020. Start with 12 teams. This is by Mike Hume of the Washington Post. So don't worry, folks. I signed up for a Washington Post membership so i was able to get this article for you don't worry i wanted to do it anyway so yeah that's yeah because sometimes if you're not a subscriber you don't have access to the articles which is lame but whatever you know they got to make their money somehow all right the article by mike hume and i quote the new yet to be named call of duty esports league has officially capped its season one membership at 12 teams and will begin play in teams as homes markets in 2020 furthering the activision blizzard vision of anchoring competitive gaming franchises to specific cities and regions the teams based in atlanta chicago dallas florida london minnesota new york paris seattle and toronto with two in los angeles were sold via the same franchise model Activision Blizzard employed in its creation of the Overwatch League, which is now finishing its second season of competition. The Overwatch League is also set to begin home market play in 2020, the league's first full-season effort to tap into a new revenue source via local sponsors and business partnerships. While some franchises will carry over from the Call of Duty World League, the CWL, which was shuttered this summer, this new iteration will include several ownership groups from the Overwatch World League that are new to Call of Duty, In all, 10 of the league's 12 ownership groups also operate teams in the Overwatch World League. Wrecked Global, founded and owned by Amish Shah, is a newcomer to the Activision Blizzard-run leagues, while Wise Ventures, backed by the Wilf family, which owns the NFL's Minnesota Vikings, is new to esports altogether. Quote, Our goal for the future of Call of Duty esports was to partner with ownership groups who are committed to bringing the next professional sports teams to their cities and building a community of home market fans. We have found these partners and the 2020 Call of Duty esports league is officially locked with 12 teams. End quote. Said Bobby Kotick, chief executive officer of Activision Blizzard. Quote, We are proud to select the 12 best teams from 11 markets in four countries that will represent Call of Duty esports and bring uh, epically entertaining competition to millions of fans around the world. End quote. The 12-team structure mirrors that of the Overwatch World League, which also started with a dozen teams. Quote, We just like the symmetry, first of all, with how Overwatch League had done in its first year, and we really wanted to focus on North America and Europe to start and really grow from there. End quote. Johanna Ferries, commissioner of the new Call of Duty uh, League, said in a phone interview. In an email, Kodak also noted that there were more than 12 pot- uh, interested parties for the League, a fact that bodes well for p- potential expansion. The Overwatch World League grew from 12 to 20 teams for its second season. For now, the Call of Duty League is focused on its inaugural 12 franchises. 
Quote, I feel like it was a really nice blended balance of operational know-how from an Overwatch League perspective, know-how from a Call of Duty esports perspective, and then know-how from a traditional sports background, end quote, said Ferries, who formerly worked with the National Football League as its vice president of club business development. Oh, okay. The leadership teams for the 12 franchises break down as follows. So for Atlanta, you have Paul Hamilton, which is president and CEO of the Atlanta Esports Ventures, a partnership between Cox Enterprises and Province Incorporated. For Chicago, you have Andy Miller, founder and CEO of NRG, and Hector Rodriguez, uh, co-CEO of NRG, formerly of Optic. Then you have in Dallas, you have Mike uh, Rufael, uh, owner and CEO of Team Envy. So we see him making the transition as well. Uh, I imagine he's staying with uh, the Overwatch World League in Dallas Blue. I mean, Dallas Fuel, my bad. In Florida, we have Ben Spoont, founder and CEO of Misfits Gaming. In London, we have Amish Shah, founder and chairman of Rect Global Inc. In Los Angeles, um, we have Ari Segal, CEO of Immortals Gaming Club, in other words, formerly Optic, along with Lionsgate in the Anschutz Corporation, owner of the Los Angeles Kings, LA Galaxy, LA Live, and Staples Center. Wow, big name. The other Los Angeles team is headed by uh, Stan Kroenke and Josh Kroenke, KSE Esports owner, uh, LA Rams, Colorado Avalanche, Colorado Rapids, Denver Nuggets, and Arsenal FC. Wow. Okay. Then in Minnesota, we have Brett Diamond, the CEO, uh, I mean the COO of Wise Ventures Esports, owned by the Will family and investment from Gary Vaynerchuk. In New York, we have Scott Wilpon, uh, Farzam Camel, Rohit Gupta, who are co-founders of Andbox. In Paris, we have Drew McCourt, founder and owner of Contact Gaming LLC. In Seattle, we have uh, Francesco Aquilini, managing director of Aquilini Group. I ho- and for all these, I hope I'm pronouncing them correctly. I apologize if I'm not. And then finally, in Toronto, we have Chris Overholt, president and CEO of Overactive Media. The league will not include Old Guard CWL franchises 100 Thieves and FaZe Clan, both among the more popular teams in the Call of Duty competitive community. The winners of the final CWL Championships E-United also did not secure a spot in the new league. The E-United players, however, are all expected to be signed by teams in the new league. In a recorded statement posted on Twitter in this summer, um, 100 Thieves owner Matthew Nateshot Hag, or Hog noted the steep cost of buying into the league. In addition to paying player salaries at at or above a league set minimum, teams will also provide them with health and retirement benefits. The asking price for franchise slots alone was rumored to be $25 million per team. Uh, Ferries declined to comment on the accuracy of that figure. I thought that was common knowledge at this point, though. Whatever. Despite the popular state's uh, despite the popular status of several CWL teams that did not transition to the new league, Ferry uh, said she is not concerned with the potential fan backlash. Quote, I think we're really mindful about how important it was to bring that fan community along for this ride from day one. End quote, Ferry said, noting the inclusion of former CWL teams like Envy, Optic, Splice, and Luminosity. Quote, so... While we may not be 100% representative, at the same time, the shift to a city-based franchise model actually required different shops and different types of organizations coming into the fold. I'm pretty excited about where we're landing just with our inaugural 12, end quote. The league has not yet revealed its schedule nor its format. 
While teams will begin play in their home markets, it is unknown whether the league will use the same homestead format the Overwatch League will employ next season, with several teams traveling to a designated host city for a series of matches. Ferry uh, said details on the league schedule and competitive structure will be revealed in the coming weeks, with October being a particularly big month for the Call of Duty franchise. The game's latest installment, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, releases on October 25th. Uh, Fairies would not confirm what, that the league will use that game for its competitions, but it would be a stunning development if it did not. Yeah, I agree completely. Oh, just kidding, guys. We're doing uh, Black Ops 4 for another year. Get the fuck out of here. No, you're not. Quote, we as a league are tremendously excited by how modern warfare is already seeming to take hold and what it will mean for the entire esports ecosystem, end quote, Fairies said, referring to the game's recent online beta test. Fairies declined to comment on the status of media rights for the league. Before its launch, the Overwatch World League partnered with live streaming platform Twitch for its first two seasons, receiving a reported $90 million for the rights. The league later expanded its broadcast to streaming and linear outlets for ESPN, ABC, and Disney. It is unknown what, if any, money that expansion generated. Despite the close ties between the Call of Duty League and the Overwatch World League, Fairies said there will be elements of the new league that will be distinct to Call of Duty. Quote, the fact that we live under the same organizational umbrella here for Activision Blizzard just allows us to cross-pollinate ideas, to create efficiencies, and maybe learn quickly on where to optimize or go in a different direction, end quote, Ferry said. Quote, then there are moments where we want to inject really, really unique things that can only happen by virtue of Call of Duty. Those will be unique and never before seen, end quote. Big article, I know, but it's important because of the topic we talked about last week in regards to where esports could be going with franchising, and I felt like... We didn't get all the answers we wanted here because we want the format and everything too. And we don't even know the game technically, but at least this shown a little bit more light on it. What do you got, Will? Um, I just think it's interesting all the different types of owners it brought in as well. Um, you see the Will family from Minnesota who owns the Minnesota Vikings partnering right. with uh, Gary V is he's more form or is he's known as on social media. And, um, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's just going to bring a bigger light to esports going the franchising route rather than the current state of things. And um, the Overwatch World League Grand Finals that just took place today while we're recording, right? Um, that was on national television. Yeah, straight up, like during Sunday football games. Like that was that was on a national television channel. One hundred percent. Like I saw it in my TV guide. I'm like, wow. Wow. And the, realistically speaking, considering how young this still is, that's just like, that's not even, that's just a starting off point. Right. And that's huge. It's massive. So, I mean, and now that, that technically that contract for the Overwatch World League with Twitch is done, who knows what's going to happen after this, right? It's going to be insane. We'll just have to wait and see. Will, anything else you want to say about that before we move on? No, that's it. Then it's time for Will's Adventures Within the Another game Will, what'd you play this week? Or last week? Um, yeah. I played one game. Uno. And it was game. Apex Legends. Apex Legends. Um, did you see? Did you see the new trailer for the season three, with the new map, and now the new character was actually showing off and all that fun I stuff? I haven't seen it yet. You should watch that. That got me excited. Oh yeah, 
Oh, yeah. All right. I'll watch after this. Sweet. But it was um, with me being under the weather this week. I really didn't have much time for gaming. I actually just got a few games in yesterday and today on Apex. Um, I actually was feeling pretty good about my shot today. Nice. Um, I got, I think I had one game with like six E-limbs, which it felt pretty good on. That's awesome. Um, and I'm realizing, you know, it can really depend on your teammates too. Yeah. And what's, what's going on in the game. Cause you gotta, you really have to choose your fights and which ones you're going to pick. If you just run it head first into everything, you're not going to end up right. doing too hot. And then, um, I ran into a bunch of times where. Um, people would just run ahead and leave teammates behind, and that one teammate would be caught by a different team pushing that ang- uh, d- that angle. Um, and it just gets a little frustrating when people aren't all on the same page. Right. But, yeah, looking forward to the new season, see what it brings in. I'm going to definitely watch that trailer after this. I highly, highly recommend it. Um, no, it was, there's a new map. Like yeah. straight up, a brand a whole, new, not a whole new map. Yep, whole new map, all new, not just a new zone on the existing map. A whole new map, and it looks awesome. And there's a new lifeline skin. Uh oh, uh, it I'm got sure me excited. You want that skin? Huh? Yes, I legit. I can't believe it. Like I actually, I actually want now the that skin. that skin might be in the battle pass, which means you might have to work for it. Or just drop money on. I'm just kidding. I, I, it looked cool. Sure. Will I play it? I not enough. I don't know. Yeah. See, no. No. I, not enough. You're right. Not so enough. So I bought the battle pass this last season. Okay. And I didn't do any of the upgrades. I just bought the battle pass starting at level one. Sure. You can do the same thing like you do in Fortnite, where you buy 20 levels at a discounted right, rate. Right. Right. Um, I got to level 50. Nice. Are there 100 levels? There's 100 levels. Nice. So That's I, awesome. I got That's to right. level 50 this season. I didn't play a ton of it. Sure. And I left a lot of the challenges undone, mainly because a lot of them are like four and five part challenges, right? Loot, do 200 damage in water treatment, do 200 damage in the pit, do 200 damage over here. And when you're not the jump master consistently, single queuing or solo queuing, that's hard to do because right. you can't choose or talk to your teammates. Well, I could fire, I could fire up the mic, but people aren't going to be like, oh, yeah, you have a challenge over here. Let's just divert what we want to do. And right. Or if you break off, then it's like you're being a detriment to your team. Right. Yeah. And there was times where I was like, hey, I need to loot five supply bins over here, and I'd mark it, and then they'd go like opposite way. I'm like, ah, I don't really care. See you I'm guys. I'm just going to go get my challenge done. Yep. I was a dick <laughs> awesome. a few times. That's fine. But yeah, you got to get your stuff done. Um, but I have a lot of challenges left. Now, the battle pass ends tomorrow, so I'm obviously not going to get those done. Sure. But I feel like I could have progressed a little farther if I spent more time on the game. Sure. But yeah, that's all. Uh, Apex was the only thing. I do need to play more Halo. We need to keep going on Reach. We do. We Yeah, we need to find... Well, I mean, with Shadow Keep coming, it's going to be a little bit difficult. But no, we do have to find a time to play through it together. Perfect. All right, Josh, what did you play this week? Will, um, I'll just run through these quick. Played Spider-Man on the PS4 some more. Um, actually did some more story stuff. And uh, so I did most, if not all, of the collectibles. Okay. So I it was the I think the thing, like I said last week, it it's those, I get to check off boxes in my mind, right? Yeah. And so went through, got most, if not all, the collectibles. That was cool. Doing some more of the story stuff. The game's awesome. Played some Forza Horizon 4. Still doing Lego expansion. It's still really fun. Um, I <laughs> I played Dragon Quest XI S Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition. Oh, my. 
on the Nintendo Switch because it re-released. That's why it's S Definitive Edition on the Nintendo Switch. It's good. It's a good game. Um, I played What the Golf, which is an um, mobile game, part of Apple Arcade. And look up a trailer for that if you're interested. It's really cool. And then the last thing I put, it's not a game I played, but I want to just put this out here because I wanted to give you an update as well, Will, on this whole debacle. So we are officially house hunting, like 100% actually house hunting because this pertains to the show, listeners. Don't worry, I promise. He'll wrap it back around. Yes. See, Will gets it. Thank you. It's like we've done this a few times, right? Um, no, but seriously. So we're officially, we have a realtor. We have a group. We're we're in the process of doing this. The plan is to list our current home by Halloween. And then the plan is to be fully moved into a new home by the end of the year, right? Because, and like Will said, looping this back around to the show, the plan is to have a video show by the end of the year, studio and all. Will, I still have it in my mind that we're going to make this happen by the end of the year. I am hell bent on making this fucking thing happen. Hell bent. Okay. Okay. We're doing it. Okay. We're doing it. <laughs> we'll see. I am. I am incredibly excited. I'm leaving a "we'll have to wait and see" stamp on this one. That's fine. I'll put an asterisk next to it too. <laughs> but I mean, no, I, I'm really hopeful. We have we have plans in motion. Um, the ball is really rolling. We know, like the realtor and us know that our current home will sell quickly. We we own a townhome right now. Where we current, where Will and I currently live, townhomes go like that. Oh yeah. So. Ours will be fine to get rid of, right? It's finding that one you're really yes, looking for. Exactly. We are we are actively looking. We saw two places already. We have places lined up, and that's that. And then I also have PC upgrades on here because, Will, the PC that we're going to be using for recording and whatnot is the one that I currently have. But in two weeks' time, I'm doing a complete rebuild. And it's going to be incredible for the show. I can promise you that. That's it. That's what I played this week. Will? Yeah. It's time for the news. First and foremost, as of September 25th, happy birthday, Halo 3. This is by Halo on Twitter, and I quote, 12 years ago, we learned to keep a promise and finish the fight. Happy birthday, Halo 3. AKA, the best Halo next to Halo 4. I'm just kidding. Halo 4 is the best Halo. I'm just kidding. Come on. You know Halo 3 is my favorite. Okay, moving on. MCC playlist update for September 25th, 2019. This is by Postums over on Halo Waypoint, and I quote, Happy birthday, Halo 3. I remember years ago waiting outside of my local GameStop with a bunch of friends waiting. It's crazy to think that it's been already been 12 years since that game launched. Way to make a dude feel old, Halo. GG. To celebrate the 12th anniversary of Halo 3's release, we're bringing back Halo 3's ranked team doubles to competitive games. The playlist has been updated with team matching, so teams of two only match teams of two. Team Slayer will be 75% of the waiting, with Objective and Team Snipers being the other 25%. Please see details below for each game type. So for Team Slayer, this includes Construct, Epilogue, Guardian, Isolation, Narrows, Boundless, Pit Stop, Foundry, Blackout, Cold Storage, Assembly, Tundra, which is on Sandbox, Vessel, which is on Sandbox, Citadel, and Heretic. For multi-flag CTF, Pit Stop, Assembly, Citadel, and Heretic. For one-flag CTF, Epilogue, and Blackout. For King of the Hill, we have Construct, Epilogue, Boundless, Pit Stop, Blackout, Ghost Town, Cold Storage, and Assembly. On For Oddball, we have Construct, Epilogue, Guardian, Boundless, Pit Stop, Blackout, 
Ghost Towns, Cold Storage, Citadel, and Heretic. And finally, for snipers, we have Construct, Guardian, Isolation, Pit Stop, Foundry, and Blackout. A lot of maps. That's that. Next news story, we have information from the latest Halo social stream. This is by WWMonkey over on Reddit, and I quote, These are just a bullet-pointed list from what he gathered from, well, I should say he or she gathered because I don't know. Yeah, I can't assume. Um, From the latest Halo social stream, here we go. PvP flight will be coming to PC after the Xbox One flight. Some were confused on this. PvP is the last piece of the flighting pie uh, will be the last test case before launch. Xbox memory issues have been resolved. That's big because remember, Will, we talked about that in a, in a news story weeks ago where one of the major concerns about bringing MCC to PC and adding reach specifically to MCC on Xbox One was memory constraints for the console, right? The amount of different engines, the amount of different games that were associated with it, apparently, based off what this list is, that issue's been resolved. Progression will be tested. It's XP-based. Firefight maps and multiplayer might be investigated if there is time post-launch. It's a wishlist item currently. No official support for modding at launch, but are leaving doors open for people to mod non-server-based modes. Investigating adding title update setting up settings options to custom games. Probably will be, but post-launch. Six total maps for the flights. Invasion will be tested. Jackal's shield bug on PC was caused by server issues. Custom game uh, dedicated servers are also a wishlist item, aware a lot of people want it. Reconfirmation that a lot of work that went into Reach and initial launch won't need to be redone for the other games. Next flight will be more than the 10,000 from the last flight and very close to getting the Xbox flight out the door. Okay? So we're going to talk about more about this MCC stuff in just a moment, but I want to highlight something here. I am still sticking to my guns that MCC on PC fully releases by the end of the year. I'm still sticking to my guns. This post reconfirmed that for me. I was even asked at work just uh, on Friday before I left for the day. Actually, it happened right at the end of my day. Somebody came up to me and he goes, so you're really into halo. And I'm like, yep. And he goes, have you heard anything recently about the plan for when it's coming to PC? And I said, honestly, as of right now, there's no confirmed date whatsoever. But I said, I'm still hell-bent on it coming out at the end of the year. And he said, are you sure about that? And I'm like, look, I'm probably well wrong in this regard. I've been mul- been wrong multiple times before. Just a gut feeling that I have that I, based, especially based off this post now, and I didn't know this before, but based off this post now, I truly believe that it's coming by the end of the year. But again, I've been wrong so many times before. Who knows? Um, do you have anything you want to add before I move on, Will? Yeah, I just the um, the main thing that reconfirmation that a lot of work went into reach and initial launch won't be needed, won't need to be redone for the other games. Right. So that's a if it's literally now nothing's copy and paste, right? Right. But basically, what it sounds like is there was a lot of probably formatting and changes they need to make. Um to reach to make it come to PC and maybe those issues are easier now to move the other games into and then sort it out that way. So it's going to, you know, we talked about it before where I, I had said that, no, they're going to have to rebuild every game. Right. They're, they're going to have to put this much detail into every game. Well, that just diminished my theory right there. So it does sound like each game is going to move smoother. Now that reach is done. I want you to keep that thought though. 
like I want you to still be on that train because the realistically speaking, and I know there, I know it's completely different, so you don't need to correct me anybody, but I'm just going to say this realistically, Halo one and Halo two have been on PC before. Okay. So I would think that those ones would be the easiest to bring over. Right. And technically since they're going in release or, I mean, since they're going in, in chronological order and starting with reach and then one and two, since those two had already been on there, maybe those would be easier, right? Three and four have never been on PC before. There was always the rumor that three would come, but it never actually did, right? Now, you did have that, um, what, Halo Online? I forgot what it was actually called. Not the El Dorito mod, but like, there, there was there was something released for like, it was either Chinese markets or Russian markets only, but North Americans got a hold of it. Other territories got a hold of it. And it was based off Halo 3's engine. Okay, and it was a fully blown like Halo 3, Halo multiplayer experience for PC based off Halo 3. Okay. Um, so maybe they have that to go off of too. I don't know how game development works. Come on, I'm an idiot. But I will say that, Will, I I still think you should keep with that thought that I think I personally think it's still gonna be difficult for them to bring everything over. I'm still gonna stick to my guns and think that it comes up at the end of the year fully, but like I, I definitely think there's merit to what you were thinking before in it's going to be tough. So we'll to beat this with a, like a dead horse. We'll just have to wait and see, but yeah. All right. Speaking of MCC on PC, we have MCC development update for September 27th. This is by postums over on halo waypoint. And I quote this week, we are on the bleeding edge of entering our next public flight. The team is currently day to day on getting the go ahead to put out the next flight. The current plan of uh, record is as soon as all blocking bugs are resolved and it has made it through the ring one testing, we will look to move to ring three, ring three, excuse me. But before we get into what we are at status wise, we want to remind everyone to delete your old Halo MCC insider builds on Xbox. So please delete old Xbox insider builds to those who have participated in previous Previous Xbox Insider flights on the Xbox and still have the old ones installed, you will want to delete these entirely from your Xbox. This will help alleviate some issues that may arise if you try to update that old build to the next flighted build. A fresh install to the ne- uh, a fresh install of the next flighting build is what you will want to do. Okay, so if you have it on there, get rid of it. You don't need it anymore. Let's hop on over to see where the team is at right now. So for the Xbox PvP flight ring status ring one. Right now, there are currently two Ring 3 blockers that have been identified within the build that is in test. This week, the team has been working actively in the flighting branched build, a paired down the, uh, a paired down the build to be the exact content we want to target for the flight. This branched build will allow rapid, has allowed rapid iteration on issues and the team has tackled many bugs over the course of the week. In great news, all Ring 1 blockers have been resolved this week and later this evening, the team will be pushing the latest build out to our Ring 1 participants. The team's well, we'll be in over the weekend, also testing and resolving Ring 3 blockers in hopes of flighting to Ring 3 as early as next week. The below issues are currently active bugs and the team is working through prior to a public flight and are the only identified Ring 3 blockers as of now. Forge menu loses functionality after closing the uh, post-game carnage report and Halo Reach multiplayer is not installed properly in some scenarios. Once these have been fixed and Ring 1 testing is successful, we will plan to get this flight out quickly. No promises or dates, but things are looking good for as early as next week, if all goes well over the weekend. In other words, the week this episode releases. Thank you for swinging by and checking out the latest info for flighting. 
We can't wait to get this flight out to to our Xbox users. Once this flight wraps up, we will be working rapidly to our last planned flight over on PC for PvP. There you go. Next news story. The Halo community update by who, Will? Unishek. Thank you, Will. This is on Halo Waypoint as well, and I quote, For the Halo, the Master Chief Collection, for, uh, this is what the... Um, yeah, this is what the flight's going to be, okay, for the for the Xbox flight and probably soon-to-be PC flight. For social games in Halo Reach, you have 2v2 matchmaking. The maps include Countdown, Powerhouse, and Zealot. The game categories is Slayer. For 4v4, the maps include Countdown, Powerhouse, Zealot, and Tempest. And the game categories include Slayer, Flag and Bomb, Zone Control, Asset Denial, and Action Sack. And finally, for 8v8 matchmaking, the maps include Tempest, Breakpoint, and Ridgeline. And the game categories include Slayer, Flag and Bomb, Zone Control, and Asset Denial. For competitive games in Halo Reach, you have Reach Team Hardcore. Maps include Countdown and Zealot, and the game variants include Slayer and Capture the Flag. And finally, for Invasion, maps include Breakpoint. Game is obviously Invasion. Go figure. For Halo 5 Guardians, for the October calendar, here's what we got. For September 25th and 26th, in other words, what's already taken place, Halo 3 Classic Throwback throwback rotates in for head-to-head, Shoddy Snipers rotates in for Anniversary Throwback, and Warzone Turbo goes live for the weekend. On October 1st, Infection receives double XP for the entire month, and HCS Doubles rotates in for doubles and ranked. October 3rd, Community Vote on Twitter rotates in for ODST Slayer. On October 10th, Covenant Slayer rotates in for Shoddy Snipers. On the 17th, Halo 2 BR Slayer rotates in for Community Vote, and Warzone Assault goes live for the weekend. On the 24th, Roaming King rotates in for Covenant Slayer, and on the 31st, Castle Wars rotates in for Halo 2 BR Slayer, and Warzone Turbo goes live for the weekend. The Project xCloud Preview. Earlier this week, Xbox announced that Project xCloud will be launching a public preview program, and that Halo 5 Guardians is included in its content library. They've also already opened registration so that interested and qualified people, like you, could toss their hat or phone in the ring. As with any program, be sure to read up on the requirements before applying. If you don't receive an invite right away, don't be alarmed. The xCloud team has promised that even though they will be starting small, they will continue to open up more spots over time. I hope you enjoy going hands-on with Halo 5 wherever you may be. So, what was not included in that article are the requirements. So I found the article. It's included in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. Here are said requirements. I'm just going to spoil this. Uh, Sorry, iPhone users. There are a few requirements to participate in the Project xCloud preview. You will need a phone or tablet running Android 6.0 or higher with Bluetooth 4.0, a Microsoft account, a Bluetooth-enabled Xbox One wireless controller, and while not required, we recommend a phone mount for your controller. Project xCloud runs on Wi-Fi and mobile networks in your area. So, rumor is down the line they may include iPhones in there as well, but right now it's going to be Android only. Just giving you a heads up. And the final regular news story, we have Bravo announces next plans. This is by Bravo over on Twitter, and I quote, Excited to share that I've been building a platform with a bunch of tools for streamers and creators of all kinds, pro players, game studios, and community teams. I'll be at TwitchCon Wednesday through Monday for a one-on-one meetings and demos. Hit me up with a DM or at if you'd like to meet up and learn more. So there you go. If you're in the area of TwitchCon, which has already been taking place, go ahead and hit him up. He'll be there Monday as well. For competitive news, Will. Got a few things for you. First up, we have revamping the Halo roster. This is by Infinite over on infinite.gg. 
And I quote, Today we are proud to announce an important addition to our Halo roster. Welcome, Revamp. We'd like to welcome Revamp as the general manager and coach of the Infinite Halo team. After Atlantic City, we came together as a team and ultimately decided it'd be best for the team to bring on a coach and a general manager. After talking with Revamp and letting him figure out his plans for competing, we decided he'd be the perfect fit for the job. So why Revamp? Revamp has experience competing in Halo at the professional level. He also has experience building top tier teams. For this reason, we figured he would be a perfect fit. So what will he do? Along with the obvious job of keeping time so the team on stage at events, Revamp will be involved in building the team and he'll be making sure the team is getting the right practice. This is the first addition to our new Halo roster alongside Michael Falcated Garcia. We are looking to build a team that will make all those who are supporting Infinite proud. Hashtag and beyond. Get it? Infinite. Yeah. To infinity and beyond. Yeah. 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 Buzz Lightyear. Sure. Toy Story. Yep. Still haven't seen four. It's a good movie. I never sat down and watched three fully either. Will. The first one's the only one you need. Not true. Very true. We grew up with Andy. Next news story. <laughs> Meth Bear announces maps for SWAT Nation's swat tournament. This is on Twitter and I quote, Four maps now available for the SWAT Nation swat and my file share. The server crash yesterday delayed a few things, so the rest will come as they're ready. Please bookmark them so if, you make, uh, so if I make changes, they'll update for you. And the maps are fantastic. Go ahead and check them out. They look sick. They're dark. Ooh. Spooky. 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 For Halloween? No. For Swatoween. Oh, yeah. Next news story. Blam Gaming Halo Series Grand Finale Bracket is live. This is by Blam Gaming. Go ahead and check it out in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. It's another Google Doc. It's Google Docception. Boom! Is you know yeah. like the Inception soundbite? Sure. We should have had that on the mixer. Sorry. It's okay. I never forewarned you about this, and it'd be really stupid to have that one soundbite in there, and it makes me just sound stupid saying it. Next news story: Pro Am Halo Series announced date revision for their tournament. This is by Halo Pro Am on Twitter, and I quote: "The tournament will be knocked down to a one-day event on October 13th at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time." And for those who don't know, it was originally going to be a two-day event from the 12th to the 13th. So now it's a one-day event. There you go. Next up, Midwest Esports announces date revision for tournament. This is by Midwest Esports, and I quote on Twitter. Our event on October 5th, Esports Festival Kansas City at Park University has been canceled. We'll be transferring the tickets and tournament registrations to our November 9th with KC Game On, Next Tech KC at the Hy-Vee Arena in Kansas City. You don't have to do anything. If you were unable to attend our November 9th event and would like a refund, please contact us at contact at MidwestEsports.com or use the Eventbrite app to process the refund. We are excited to continue events in Kansas City in the future as we have been there for Planet Comic Con, KC Esports Festival, and many more. Please be on the lookout for future updates and stay connected to us via Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and our website, MidwestEsports.com. So there you go. If you already uh, signed up for that Esports Festival Kansas City event, make sure that if you're going, if you were going to go, hopefully you attend the next event. If not, get your refund if necessary. Next up, the University of Maryland announced a Halo land for themselves as well. This is by UMCP Gaming on Twitter, and I quote, What's going on, Twitter fam? Now that the school year is well underway, our first LAN event is almost here. The LAN will be October 4th, 2019 from 6 p.m. to 2 a.m. in the CSIS 1115 room. There will be raffles and tourneys for prizes. And then also, 
Um, more information on here. Calling all MDDC VA play, uh, area Halo players. The University of Maryland Gaming Club is having our first LAN party for this semester. It's a multi-game BYOC LAN, and Halo will have a room just for eights and twos. It's a large venue, so all are welcome. Come LAN with your local community. So if you're in the area, check it out. Play some Halo. Meet some, meet some people. Gain some friends and some rivals. Do it up. Next up, UGC to host DreamHack Atlanta qualifiers. This is by UGC on Twitter, and I quote, Starting this October, UGC Esports will host four online qualifiers to see DreamHack's Halo series in Atlanta. Register for the online qualifier at the link they provide and compete at DreamHack Atlanta at the link they provide. The four dates for the four qualifiers are as follows. October 12th, October 19th, October 26th, and November 2nd. Over on NoobCombo.com, you were you just raising the roof right there? Yeah. Will? Yeah. Woo, get excited. I don't All know. right. Will's raising the roof over in the HCS Pro Talk headquarters right now. It's okay. The roof is not on fire. We don't need no water because it's not on fire. It's not on fire. Um, this is over on noobcombo.com, and I quote, Points from DreamHack Dallas, Halo Classic Atlantic City, and Halo Classic Atlantic City qualifiers will also be used to determine seeding. For the event information, good information to have. And we'll include a Google doc within our Google doc of the show notes of the show. Again, this time for current point standings More Google docception. Boom. <laughs> Maybe so, I really should have had this. <laughs> so one thing I hope last time we had UGC host qualifiers. Yes. It was kind of a nightmare. Yes. People didn't know the times were wrong. They it didn't include one tournament because people dropped out, right. right? There was a whole, it just fell apart. Right. I hope whatever they're doing, they do it right this time. Exactly. And, exactly. Or or players, if they sign up for an event, just stay for the event. That's another thing too. True. You mean if you're signing up, if you know the tournament's at this time and it will last till midnight, one o'clock. Be, be fully be prepared, prepared to, to be that. there yes. for that long. Absolutely. That's all I got to say. Awesome. The last news story of the week, Will, and it's uh, kind of a depressing one, to be honest. But let's get into it. Missing in action. This is by Ragemore Nerd over on PlayGriffBall.com. And I quote, Hey everyone, Rage here with one final announcement. It is with a heavy heart that today I announce my retirement from competitive Griffball and will be stepping down as an administrator of the American Griffball League of America. It has been nine incredible years being a part of this community that I wouldn't trade for anything. I've met some of the most amazing people through Griffball, many of whom are some of my closest friends today and will be for the rest of my life. While the game is what we all came for, it's the friendships that have been built that will have the lasting effect on us, and I can say with full confidence that this community has shaped who I am today. Unfortunately, all good things must come to an end, and today marks the end of my run as a Griffball administrator, which has spanned over the last five years. I'll write something more personal and a lot longer on my own time. For now, let's talk Griffball. What this means going forward is the admin team is a man short. What happens to that spot is up to the current administration, but if you're interested, now is the time. There's still events planned over the next couple weeks, and reaches around the corner. There's plenty of Griffball to be played. As for me, I'm not disappearing into the void. I will be in arm's reach in an adversary role. Adversary? Advisory? Jesus Christ. I will be in arm's reach in an advisory role since I know uh, better than to think I can just stop being involved overnight. At me when you need me. 
see you on the court. So obviously rage, it was an absolute, well, Brian, I'll just say Brian, it was an absolute pleasure meeting you at outpost shouted you out for wearing the griff ball shirt in the crowd. I won't forget that. And to be completely honest, I had no idea who you were at that time. And then you came up to us after the panel that we were on, introduced yourself. And I'm like, holy shit, we talk about you all the time. It was insane. Yeah, it was, it was really great meeting Ryan and such a nice guy. Yes. Um, I think Griffball will, will miss him sorely until they, yes. you know, they find that replacement and hopefully he can get him up to his speed. And Exactly. And he now he did say that he'll be in an advisory role, not adversarial role. Like I'm an idiot. He's said take, before I flubbed up. He's he's, he's taking play Griff Ball. <laughs> he's taking it from him. No, um, he he's he is staying um in a different role. It's good to see. Like he said, we know that he couldn't stay away from it, um, and we're glad that he's not. But no, Brian, we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors, and yeah, it's it's been an honor having you. It was an honor to meet you. It's been an honor talking about you consistently on the show, and we're excited for what Play Griffball has in the future. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, that does it for the news. We have some upcoming tournaments of the week. First and foremost, September 30th through October 6th, we have the Halo Draft League matchups. These include Hybrid versus Barcode, Optimistic versus Ewer in Trouble, Trash Cans versus Pressure Us, My Halo Academia versus Bums Without Thumbs, Relentless versus uh, Quit the Build, and Quit the Build versus Pressure Us. On October 3rd, we have the Halo Premier League la- uh, matchups. These include Bed Bath & Beyond Sight versus uh, Martial Punishment. And we have Los Dinos versus FTP. And then October 5th, we have two more Halo Premier League matchups. These include Jester Plays versus The Strong Survive and Hype the Positivity versus Team Zero. And finally, October 5th and 6th, we have GT Halo, North Halo, CE LAN. Silos, I believe, will be there. Hopefully you guys are there as well. Take the trip if you can. And uh, can't wait to talk about the results. What I have to say about uh, the, the issue with the Draft League and Premier League matchups in the past, a lot of forfeits. And I hope we don't have that this year. I hope teams are on point and they show up and it creates more competition, more buzz. Wait till you read some of the results below. I think you'll be surprised. Okay. Like pleasantly surprised. That's it for the this week's tournaments. Well, this week's coming up tournaments. Will, what do we had for last week's results? All right. Let's start off with the female pro league Halo 5 4v4 results. I don't think we... Oh, let me uh, let me open this up real quick. Um, Josh, I'm not showing anything for their, their results. Do you want to read what I had above the bracket? So it says, um, potentially only one team actually signed up. Yeah. And there's no bracket filled out for this. It was guardians gaming is the one team that I saw actually signed up for it. I had to dig pretty deep to find it. Um, but yeah, honestly, I have no idea if other teams signed up. I don't know if it'll be updated once the tournament quote unquote ends. So We'll have to see I'll, what happens. Yeah, with that I'll one. check it towards the end of the show just to see. But for all intents and purposes, potentially only one team signed up. Okay. So next up, Halo Wars 2 World Series qualifier number three. It looks like this might be uh, still in process as well. I'm looking it up right now. Um, what we have so far is in seventh and eighth, we have Allied Frazier and Mar 007 BR. And in fifth, sixth, we have Joel 0895 and Be Safe, though. In fourth place, we have QWERTY Spartan. In third place, we have Power Mose 114. So, 
in the grand final right now, the top two te- the top two players include Diverse and Hero Absolution. Okay, so good luck to both both sides, and we'll see what happens. Exactly, and again, check the bracket towards the end of the show. See if we can get that final result in for you. But yeah, we have Diverse going up against Hero Absolution in the grand finals right now. All right, next tournament. We have LFTG Halo 5 2v2 results. In 5th through 8th, we had Team Fear, which is Simply Fear Me and Ferocity. Uh, next up, GFG, which was Squall and Dusty Dog Mondu. Um, we had Team My Halo Academia, which was Nikolai and Turtles. And Team Upset was Deceased and Kyo Kyo Senpai. In 3rd through 4th, we had Middle Age Dads, which was Reliant and Sim. Biotic, and Mocket, which was Warlord and Demons. In second place was uh, Floppy Boy, which was Barbie Boy and Floppy. And first was Hyper Focus, which included Tyrant and Halo Elite. Congrats to them. Next up, we have Blam Gaming Halo Series Preliminary. This was Terminate, ter- Terminate? Tournament number four. In fifth through eighth, we had Simply Fear Me and Costa Clan, Bacon Blade and Capels. Uh, Nikolai and Eurasian, Shepard and Lesh. In fourth place, we had Stress and Gunplection. Third was Halogen and Tyrant. Second was Warlord and Looney. And first place went to Barry Boy and Guitar Hero Dude. Next up, we have the Halo Premier League weekly match results. Bed, Bath, and Beyonce took Beyonce? on the Strong Survive. Uh, looks like Bed, Bath, and Beyonce won 3-2. Beyonce? Next up, we had Martial Punishment take on Hype and Positivity. 3-0 going to Martial Punishment. Uh, next up was uh, Los Dinos versus Team Zero. This was uh, 3-0 going to Team Zero. And last but not least, out of the Premier League, we had FTP go up against Jester Plays. It was a 3-1 going to FTP. Next up for the Halo Draft League weekly results. First uh, matchup was Hybrid versus Quit the Build. This was a 3-1 going to Hybrid. Next up, we had Bums Without Thumbs going to Optimistic. They must have some good thumbs because they won 3-0. My Halo Academia went up against You're in Trouble, 3-0 to My Halo. And then Pressure Us went up against Rentle- excuse me, Relentless. This was a 3-2 close series going to Pressure Us. Very close indeed. So, like you said, I might be surprised. I am surprised. There was no forfeits. Nobody uh, didn't show up. So you know, what the, you know what the best part is? What's that? So... Uh, shout out to the Halo Draft League Discord because they posted near, I think, nearly every week's schedule oh. for what the matches are going to be. So people can plan ahead. Exactly. That's fantastic. And that helps us too because that way we can tell people, hey, these are the matches that are coming up for the week. Yeah. The, uh, the issue we run into later in the season, and now they did shorten the season. Yes. But what we saw last year was that teams realized they were eliminated and then they stop showing up. So hopefully it doesn't happen again. Right. That's the only fear I have moving forward. The, the, the pre-planning this season, it looks great. Yes. I'm excited to see it, and hopefully that all follows through. We just I don't want to see those teams drop off at the end. Right. I agree completely. All right, and then uh, let's move on to the last tournament uh, recap here. It was the official Halo 3 Computing Montage Contest, and we'll run through it. Third place went to Gunshot. Second place went to RS Impact. And first place went to Shele and Kyle. All YouTube videos will be included in the Google Doc of the show. Go check out those montages. All right, and that's what we have for tournament recaps. Thank you, Will. Next up, we have our weekly topic. This is Gaming Rituals, brought to us by Viscous. Thank you very much for the topic suggestion. I think it was great. 
So basically what Viscous asked was, what, if any, gaming rituals do you have? He also included like real life stuff too, but we want to just stick to the gaming stuff, stick to the Halo stuff for the show. What type of rituals or habits do you have to get you pumped up, to get you ready to game, compete, so on and so forth, right? So on Discord, Scudpuddle stated, dive straight in. I say my first game is my best game all the time. I'm not one for rituals. I can respect it. High Tech Redneck states, usually start out by making some G Fuel just to get me woken up. I normally play during the day, so I'm typically gaming within a half an hour of getting out of bed. Damn, I wish I was, oh my God, I wish I had that. I wish I could do that. Um, I've been forcing myself to play a couple games of quick play until my shot feels good. Sometimes it's only a game or two. Other times I'm playing quick play until lunch. Then I hop into ranked. Depending upon my mood, I usually have a stream or some music playing in the background, unless it's Tuesday, then I'm obviously listening to the latest episode of HCS Pro Talk. Hey, all right. Uh, if it's one of those days where I'm just not feeling it and need to hype myself up, I like to watch a couple Halo montages. Something about it just puts me in the I can do this kind of mindset or I'll put on my Get Hype Spotify playlist. Night Fox states, I'm going to seriously game. I need some alcohol. Red Bull vodka, preferably. Funny story for me there. So back when PUBG first came out, yeah, I was like, I wasn't the best player, right? I'd play with my buddies. We'd play in squads all the time. You were making whiskey Cokes, weren't you? Yeah, I would make like... I would not play well until I had a decent buzz going on and then sure. I would just go off. Like, I don't understand. I don't know if it was like a, I don't care attitude. Sure. Maybe I was playing too scared and too safe at first, but you get a couple drinks and I loosened up and I would just, I, I, it worked. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Usually, you know, alcohol dulls the senses a little bit, Yeah, but it I, was heightening yours. It was, yeah. It made my gaming, uh, my gaming skills better. I don't know what happened. But I, I guess it can work. You just need the juice. That's all. I guess so. All right. Uh, that 80 stream states, depending on the mood I'm in, if I want to play a multiplayer game, I'll either load up some music on Spotify or iTunes. If I don't want ads, then launch up the game. But sometimes I also load up the latest episode of the Misfits podcast, and I'll have that running in the background while I'm playing. If it's a story game, been playing Bioshock 2, great game. I'll put myself on Do Not Disturb on Discord, and then I'll put on some headphones and just immerse myself into the game. Goalie Sniper, Justin LaFleche, states, Okay, I'm going to keep this only Halo. If I want to play casually solo, I'll just jump in. Usually in Halo 3 BTB or Halo 5 Firefight. Throw on some tunes and some earbuds underneath my headset and just chill. If I want to play competitively, I'll always play two to three warm-up games to feel my shot for that day. If it's good, I'll go into some competitive. If it's shit, I'll just stay in social. Jumping between Halo 5 and MCC is another headache. If I come from MCC to Halo 5, I'll warm up with the Firefight game just so I can get the movement in my brain again. And if I go from Halo 5 to MCC, I'll play a campaign mission in whatever game I plan on playing to relearn the movement. It usually isn't as fun as playing alone, though. Wait, yeah, it usually isn't as fun playing alone, though. So if I can play with people, all those warm-ups get thrown away, and I'll figure it out after the first game. There you go. All right. Zarner states, back in the day, I used to watch this before every game battles match we played. MLG's Golden Era, a final boss montage. That's awesome. And finally, Brian makes game states for me. I have a Spotify playlist of music that I used to listen to back in high school playing Halo 2. Anytime I listen to that playlist, no matter where I am, I get the insatiable itch to play Halo. It's a lot of old pop punk, emo, rock, and, mon and montage music. Of course, we included a link to the Spotify playlist in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show, along with that final boss montage previously stated. Will, what do you got? What do you do? I saw you commented on the posts in the Discord. Yeah, so I kind of, what was said previously, I jump into a couple quick play matches. Sure. Um, I'm mainly playing Halo 5 competitively. Okay. Um, I didn't grow, I didn't 
grew up playing the old game, so I stick with what I know, which yeah, is Halo fine. 5. So jump into um, to quick play, warm up my shot, and really just jump into competitive. I don't understand the people that can game with headphones in or listening to music because I need to. I want to be aware of everything. I want to hear those steps, where those grenades are landing, things like that. Right. So like I I can't listen to music while I play, no matter what I'm playing. It distracts me too much. Sure. Um, G Fuel. I like it for giving me energy, but I can't just like drink it right before playing. It either I neither had to have the drink like a half hour before playing. Or maybe I'm already amped up a little bit and then I can slowly slip on it while playing. Um, but yeah, that's it. I, um, I, for people who don't know, I'm a type 1 diabetic. So if my blood sugar is high, I can tell you I'm not going to play well. Um, it slows down my reaction time. Um, I get headaches. It's, it sucks. So I'm not going to play well if my blood sugar is high. So I always got to make sure I'm, that's in check before I jump into competitive games. Awesome. So... But that's my ritual. That's uh, if you call it a ritual. Quick play, warm up, and then jump in. Nothing. That's about it. Very nice. What about you? So I have a child. Um. So nowadays, my quote unquote ritual would be, I put my baby to bed around six p.m. Central, and then, depending upon, then my wife and I will think about something for dinner because we finally put the kid to bed, and then if I have time to play games, um, if it's the community play date. Pop on the headset, right? Uh, have the Xbox Windows app launched for party chat. And then we just straight up hop into the game. I asked, I ask everybody what game they're not interested in playing from MCC because we're playing MCC currently. Uh, remove that one from the hopper and we just jump right in. Depending upon how many people, it could just be regular. Uh, we just do Slayer if it's 4v4. And then if it's more people, do BTB. Simple as that. Um, personally, if I'm playing alone, um, depending upon what I'm playing, again, I wait for my baby to either be sleeping or just take a nap or whatever it is. And then as long as housework's done, then I pop on the headphones. I always wear headphones. I don't play, I don't listen to anything through the speakers. Um, always have my headphones on and yeah, just jump into whatever I'm feeling at the time. Always have either flavored water or G fuel next to me at all times. And that's really it. I, I don't listen to music when I play anything, really. Single or multiplayer doesn't matter. I never listen to music. Um, but I'll probably always have a stream up. Like, and if I'm playing alone and I'm not I'm not caring, I'll have the volume on on the stream. But if I'm actually paying attention to the game, then obviously I'll have the stream muted. But I usually always have a stream tab open on a different monitor. Yeah, that's basically it. So we didn't get a lot of input back on this question. Right. But it's definitely something I want to start adding to our interviews. Sure. Moving forward. Because this will be good if we start talking to more pros. Just what what are their habits before a game? And you might be able to hear more about what they do ca- casually. Right. And before they step into that that giant arena, that competitive arena. I agree. I also thought it was crazy how when Sane was saying that he just uses a standard Xbox One controller. Like that was something that's still just like, wow, I had no idea. You know, you would always think that, oh, they always use scuffs, right? Yeah, or, oh, they always use an elite. They always have the paddles. Right. Or, yeah, you know? they're, they're, they're always partnered with some, some right. one, so they should get free controllers or whatever. So you figure, why not use them? But Right, or the, just they like 
paddles or whatever, you can add the extra inputs and whatnot. But I'm just, yeah, the fact that he just uses a standard Xbox One controller and he plays at the level that he plays at, like, that's, it's insane. That is. Yeah. Well, is there anything else you'd like to say before we move on? I think that's all I got. All right. It's time for some shout outs. <laughs> Happy belated birthday to Nemesis and Heavy Rainfall. Davy Wavy. Midweast is Sport Day. I, you know, I'm probably going to get shit for it, but always. I haven't done it in so long. And I still think it's kind of funny. And he's probably, if he, if he listens to this episode and he gets to this point and he listens to that, I imagine his thought would be like, motherfucker. I bet that's exact. I bet that's ex- his exact thought. You know, I bet that's what that is. Next up, shout out to goalie sniper. <laughs> okay. So a little background to what this shout out's going to be. So I wasn't able to attend, um, the latest community play date because, uh, Natana was prepping for her dad's big birthday party that was over the weekend. A lot of people over at my place. I just wanted to chill for the rest of the night, you know, kind of take it for myself because there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, I was, uh, I was sweating my fever out. I was going to say you were sick, right? <laughs> so we weren't able to attend, right? So I, I put it out there in the discord and I said, if anybody else wants to host it up, by all means, go right ahead. And then whoever joins in, I'll obviously shout you out in the show. So uh, shout out to Goalie Stiper, a.k.a. Justin LaFesh, for participating in the one-man community play date. It was just him. Hey, he, he was there. He held he it was. down. He held down the fort. Justin, you're amazing. Uh, again, I'm sorry I wasn't able to attend. I fully plan on doing it this week, though, uh, so get excited. And then finally, shout out to Viscus for the topic suggestion this week. It is greatly appreciated. And, uh, whoa, what the fuck was, what was that I just reaction? Saw, I just saw something coming up here. Oh, we need to talk about. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. Well, that's it for the shout outs. Uh, It's time for the community creations. So. So what would be the first shout out that we, I mean, the first community creations that we do every week. Meme Monday is no longer meme Monday. Not only that, but apparently according to Snipe and to one who DM'd me on discord it hasn't been Meme Monday for months. It's actually been memes, Meme Saturday. So... Meme Monday just flows so doesn't well, Doesn't it? I thought about it, too. I was typing oh. it out in the show notes this week, and I was like, that doesn't sound good at all. Meme Saturday. But it is actually Meme Saturday. Snipe, thank you for letting me know. Otherwise, it would have continued to be Meme Monday. And he, he let me know that he laughed every time that we said it. <laughs> Ask me Monday on the show. Because you couldn't find it on Mondays anymore. Yeah, I'm an You idiot. know the funny thing? Because this week, this last week, I was looking for memes on Monday. I'm like, where the fuck are they? I well, can't find them. I kept scrolling. Now and they're on Saturday. Now they're on Saturday. And they've been there on Saturday. And I'm just dumb. So, uh, Meme Saturday over on Reddit. Um, r slash Halo. Check it out. It's memes. Not on Monday, but on Saturday. Next community creation, we have Scud Puddle, a.k.a. Spud Cuddle, releases new song. This is by Scud Puddle, a.k.a. You Spud know, Cuddle. Uh, he's only Spud Cuddle in our Discord. But I don't care. Okay. I'm calling him that, regardless. I could also put the a.k.a. get shit on Scud, but I decided against it, even though I just put it in there. See? Boom! Scudception. Oh. Uh, <laughs> 
It's on Twitter. Check it out. There's also a SoundCloud link in the tweet. Check out that song. I included it because he fully posted it out there. Yes. Yes. Next up, we have the complete Beachland 8 VOD playlist. This is by Beachland over on YouTube. Check out all the VODs. They're all there. And uh, there's a lot of videos to get through. Next up, we have Halo 3 MCC Weapon Timer app. This has been released by Alex Ohadi on the App Store. I think it's $3.99 right now. He put the work on. Come on. You can't like feel like, fuck, should be free. <laughs> if you want a Halo 3 Weapon Timer app um, for MCC, worked really hard on it. And yeah, I think he put it on Reddit as well because he, he, he gauged interest first before making it. And apparently people are interested. So go ahead and show the support. You can go ahead and purchase the app. We'll include the Apple App Store link. It might be on Android. I don't know. And finally, we have the Eli X Best of Halo 3 montage edited by Double A on YouTube. This was the much hyped up montage that was going to be debuted on Eli X's stream, and it was. Now we have the YouTube link. It's included in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. That's it for the community creations. Very nice. William Boyer. Yeah. We've reached. Get it? Reach. Reach. It's a Halo game. Hey, there's there's one thing I wanted to talk about before. Oh my God, you're going to stall it again. This is the third week us. in a row. I haven't even tried. I'm getting used to this. I love that. I am so happy that I've like passed so, the mantle on. It Go clicked ahead. in my head like halfway through, but you talked about playing Spider-Man. Yeah. Did you hear we're getting two more MCU Spider-Man yes. films? I'm so excited. I was so mad. Did you see what Tom Holland uh, put on Instagram? What did he, he say? The, he put the Wolf of Wall Street Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, like, I'm not. I'm yeah. not leaving. Yep, I'm not I'm leaving. leaving. <laughs> the crowd's go fucking insane. Oh, yeah, that's he posted beautiful. That. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, great I'm, movie by the way. If you haven't seen Wolf of Wall Street, please. But please yeah, check I'm, that I'm out. excited. We get Tom Holland back in the MCU. I'm glad that it was Sony, right? Yeah, that Sony and Disney finally re- reached some sort of agreement, whatever it may be. But he is. I feel like he was. He was such a beloved character, and. The way they left the last movie, I'm not going to say anything because if you haven't seen it, but it feels like there needs to be more. I was disappointed. You were? I was. So I saw, I saw it recently. Okay. Right. Uh, Far From Home, right? Yeah. That's what it's called. And uh, I'm not going to spoil anything either, It's a, it, but you know who the villain is because of the trailers. And so I, I saw everything coming. And yeah, the like there was some good humor in it. Don't get me wrong. It was a Spider-Man movie. Like it's a Marvel movie. There's some good humor in there, but I don't know. This was overall like this was this was an okay film. It was an okay movie. I think I liked Homecoming more, and the best Marvel because technically, I'll consider this a Marvel movie. It is a Marvel movie. Uh, Into the Spider Verse is clearly the best Spider-Man film in the MCU oh, right now. That's tough. Saying, Come on, it is, really? It is no. I'm saying the movie's great. I yeah. love it. It's the best one in the MCU. It's but the it's best Spider-Man movie. Directly in the MCU. Tr- it's not like directly connected. But it did come out during the the Spider-Man like Marvel yeah. merger thing. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of which, seriously, it criminally underrated. If you have not seen, I mean, it it rated very well, but like not enough people saw it. If you have not seen Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, please. Wait, no, is it Into the Multiverse or Into the no, Spider-Verse? Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, check it out. It is phenomenal. 
I believe it's on Netflix. Yes. For a short time. Yep. Until Disney comes out with their thing. And then, yeah, if you have Comcast, On Demand, whatever it may be, go go see it. And it's constantly on sale for, like, the Blu-ray and whatnot. But seriously, you need to watch that movie if you haven't. It's so good. So, yeah. Sorry. Some pop culture information I wanted to get out there. It's okay. I respect it. And uh, do you want to tell the folks at home what you showed me in your garage? <laughs> that sounds creepy. I know. That was the whole <laughs> point of why I said it like that. Um. I bought a battle-ready metal lightsaber. I felt like a huge nerd. But it looks amazing. It's full. It's like actual metal. Like It's it's hefty as fuck. Like it's awesome. The thing is sick. I didn't think the people needed to know that. But well, I think the people needed to know that. Because you know what we're do. about to start? Oh, our, our marathon. We're about to start our 10 weeks of Star Wars. Oh, God. Where every week we're going to watch a Star Wars film leading up to the release of... How Rise are, of Skywalker? How are we going to do is? that with recording this sh- show? We'll figure it out. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was thinking that, so Vikings games are normally at noon. Noon to three. Yep. 30-ish. Right. We record the show at five, five to seven, right? We And then Lene is asleep because it's seven. And then we watch the movie from like seven to nine or seven to 10. That's it. Done. <sighs> Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Okay. But depending upon your hockey schedule, Things could change too. I'm I'm up for anything. Okay, we can make we'll make it work. Yeah. Thanks again for postponing the end of the show here. You're Three welcome. weeks in a row. You let's, are let's, so welcome. Just keep this train a rolling. Will. You're right. The, the folks probably don't care about anything I have to say anymore. But you know what they do care about? They care about plugs. You know who does the plugs? Will. That's right. You do. Will plug the show. You can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HCS Pro Talk. We are on iTunes, Apple Podcast, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, and Stitcher, and others as well. Leave us a review and let others know about the show. Pocket Cast. You can join our Discord. Join the community discussion. A lot of great talk going on over there. Different channels, uh, IRL, different uh, Halo channels for tournaments and general discussion. Whatever you want, it's there. And I've heard the cries for help. Uh-oh. I will, I'm going to make like, so when you join, right, there's going to be like a start here type deal where it explains what each channel is used for. So people okay. know exactly what. Right. Cause there's for. a lot of channels. Yes. Now I have it. I have what they're used for in the description for each, but people don't click on the descriptions to read them. So I'm going to have it all one clear, concise post. Easy peasy. Nice. You can join our Xbox Club or in Spartan Company. Just search for HGS Talk on your Xbox. We're getting Achilles. Never. Um, exactly. You can find us on social media. We are at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Mixer, Twitch, and Esportspedia. Search for HGS Pro Talk. Plug us into Google. You'll find us. Yes. There you go. Josh? You will find us. Yes. What's on the next episode? Before we get into that, guess what? What? So you know how I love Pocket Cast so much? Yeah. Okay. So Pocket Cast did something. Now, okay. I'm not a huge fan of their move here because it's a paid app. So you, you, you pay for it once and you get the app, right? Yep. So they released a subscription-based model, okay? In which case the app would be free and then you would pay the monthly subscription if you wanted the extra perks, Okay. But the cool thing is, for people who purchased the app outright, and it wasn't expensive, like at all, 
But if you purchase the app outright, then you have a lifetime membership of their plus subscription model. So you automatically get upgraded for life. And yeah, I just thought that was, I thought that was kind of cool because I did purchase the app outright. I actually technically purchased it twice because there was a web beta like for desktop and you would have to buy that too. So I technically bought it twice, but now I have that full premium membership for lifetime, which is cool. So if you did purchase pocket cast, please know you have that premium subscription for free for lifetime, which is pretty cool. Very nice. So I want to end with, um, we're going to have a weekly topic next week, but I'm sorry. I was late with getting the show notes done and whatnot. I haven't decided what that topic's going to be. So I'll be paying attention to suggestions. If you guys have any, will, if you think of anything, let me know. And, uh, we'll announce it on Wednesday, the day after the show goes live what the topic's going to be. But ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 94 of HCS Pro Talk. I want to thank you very much for listening. And uh, you're smiling. What are you smiling about, Will? So my friend was born in 94, and his slogan has been gaming hardcore since 94. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for HCS Pro Talk. (laughs) Episode 94. Hardcore in 94. Thank you so much for that, Will. You're welcome. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Sorry. It's okay. I apologize. Don't apologize. You have nothing to apologize for. That was fantastic. And now we're off topic yet again. So thanks for that, Will. I'm just kidding. I love it. I love that I don't have to do it anymore. But seriously, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 94 of HGS Pro Talk. Thank you so much for listening. We're going to catch you next week. We're going to talk about some Halo Draft League, some Halo Premier League. Um, maybe we'll see what's going on with the play Griff ball leagues and, uh, those qualifiers are coming up really soon for, um, dream hack Atlanta. That's going to be exciting as well. So much going on in the world of halo, so much coming in the future. Oh, oh my God. I'm going to tease this. I'm going to straight up tease this because I'm guaranteed it's going to happen for our listeners out there. Stay tuned specifically for November. Something in November. More of that to come in the future. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it. We'll catch you next week. We're going to talk about some more Halo. But until then, bye-bye!